It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome in to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Nate Abarea. Check us out on Twitter at World Soccer Talk, at Sports Byline USA, and get a hold of me at Nate WST. It's a busy time in the soccer world. So much good stuff going on in the UEFA Champions League and all the domestic competitions around Europe and Latin America really kicking in to full gear. So much going on with Major League Soccer right now as well here in the U.S. of A. But in today's show, we've got a very special treat for you. We've got Jonathan Calvert, investigative reporter for the Sunday Times newspaper. And you may know Jonathan as the co-author of the book, The Ugly Game, The Corruption of FIFA and the Qatari Plot to Buy the World Cup. I've been anxious to have Jonathan on this show for quite some time, really, especially going back to May and June when the FIFA arrests became a, a big public discussion and Sepp Blatter suddenly became public enemy number one. We're going to get in to Sepp Blatter. We're going to get in to everybody else underneath that FIFA umbrella. Your Jack Warners, your Chuck Blazers, your Michel Platini's, your Franz Beckenbauer's. That's right. Check out that story that finally went officially public today of Franz Beckenbauer potentially facing a suspension or even a ban from football based on his involvement with the World Cup committee. We'll talk all about the investigation into Qatar buying votes to win the 2022 World Cup bid. We'll look forward to 2022 and talk about the chances of that World Cup actually being played in Qatar. It seems absolutely ridiculous for it to go forward with everything that's coming out in in the days and months and, and even years that we still have to go until this thing is supposed to kick off in 2022. You got to think there's no way that it will actually be played in Qatar. We'll pose that question to Jonathan Calvert himself, get his thoughts on whether that thing will actually go through as planned. We'll talk about who really fell asleep at the wheel to allow all of this corruption to happen. Who's to blame? We'll get deep into these issues and we'll talk about the evil and calculated genius of a guy like Seth Blatter. Many people like to paint him as a bumbling idiot, yours truly included. But how could a bumbling idiot hold that much power in the world of soccer? Jonathan Calvert with us right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. On the other side of this break, it's the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned. 
the world's best matches. Live, wherever you are, with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. The following was recorded at a Burger King drive-thru at breakfast. Morning, welcome to Burger King. Can I get a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant sandwich? Yeah, me too. I'll have a croissant sandwich. So one says croissant sandwich and one says croissant sandwich? Yeah. yeah. Don't you guys know it's croissant sandwich? And they're just two for four dollars. Okay, weirdo. Can we drive up now? Piled high with thick-cut bacon or savory sausage, fluffy eggs, and melted cheese. Get two Chris Sandwich breakfast sandwiches for just $4, only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price and participation vary. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for. FreeSoccerTrial.com With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Right now, the Home Depot has Pergo XP Haley Oak laminate flooring for just $2.29 a square foot. Basic installation is just $0.89 a square foot. So let's lay down a floor that stands up to our lives with double the durability of regular laminate and just as beautiful as real wood. Let's do this with Pergo XP Haley Oak Laminate for $229. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only installation offer valid on laminates over 150 square foot with minimum purchase of 250 square feet. Musicians, it's back. Guitar Center's massive price-slashing once-a-year blowout event, Rocktober. Don't miss the monstrous savings on guitars, drums, keys, DJ, pro audio, and more. Get a Mitchell Acoustic Guitar for just $99 or $200 off a Simmons Electronic Drum Set, now just $4.99. Skip the party store and get everything you need to amp up your Halloween at Guitar Center with DJ quality black lights and laser effects or a 400-watt fog machine, just $29 each, Thursday through Sunday only at Guitar Center. Boop! You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back into World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. It is a pleasure to welcome in our guest in this edition of the show, an investigative reporter for the Sunday Times newspaper and the co-author of the book, The Ugly Game, The Corruption of FIFA and the Qatari Plot to Buy the World Cup. Mr. Jonathan Calvert, thank you so much for joining us, sir. It's a pleasure. So uh, let's kind of go back to the beginning of of your involvement with this whole FIFA saga. And and I think what better place to start than the investigation into Qatar? Uh, When when did it begin for you, uh, as well as your colleague Heidi Blake, your guys' investigation into all of this Qatari activity relating to the 2022 World Cup? 
Well, actually, it, it predates Heidi, actually. Um, I was with my previous colleague before for Heidi. We, uh, it was back in the summer of 2010. Um, the, uh, the vote for the two competitions, the 2018 and the 2022 World Cup, was coming up in December, and there were nine countries bidding for those two competitions, and one of them was England. Um, and as a result of that, we took an interest because people kept telling us that, that um, this contest wasn't fair and that there were all sorts of bribes being paid and offered uh, in order to win votes. And so we had a look at it and we found that actually it was one of, the, it's one of those organizations when you looked at FIFA for the first time, you suddenly realized, gosh, just how secret they are and how little is known and how, how the sort of the, the people, the 24 voters, uh, who are on the FIFA Executive Committee, um, sort of a, I like lords who, who, who wander the world and uh, 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 everybody gives them as much money as they can and it's, 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 a, it's a wonderful gilded life. Um, but very little is ever written about them. And so we decided to uh, do what we call an undercover operation whereby um, we posed as representatives of a group of companies which wanted wanted um, America to win actually um, and uh, as, a, as a way of uh, being able to go around and talk to various people about uh, about what was happening in the bidding process and one of the first things we did was talk to lots of ex-FIFA executive committee voters and former FIFA employees who were sort of putting themselves up as consultants on how how to win the, the bid to host the World Cup um, and we were, what they told us was quite astonishing because they told us that the way you've got to win, win this, the way you, the route to winning this comp competition is that you've got to pay bribes to people. Quite straightforwardly, they would name people on that committee that you could get their vote if you bribed them. And it was quite astonishing. And as a result of all of that work, um, our um, two, two of the voters were suspended ahead of the, um, of the competition uh, in December. And another byproduct of it was that people kept saying to us, um, you know what, you're offering us 1.5 million for a vote, but actually Qatar is offering us even more. Um, and the, the, the general, the general uh, rumor was that bizarrely, because nobody really thought from the outside thought that Qatar was going to um, get the competition because it was... I mean, it's too hot to play football there. It's a tiny gold state. It has no football tradition. Um, but bizarrely, the people inside, the, the, the people who knew how the voting was going and, and what sort of deals were being cut, were all saying, you know what, Qatar's going to get the 2022 uh, World Cup. And sure enough, um, in December 2010, Qatar was given the World Cup and beat USA, which had a much, much more powerful bid. It also beat Australia as well, which again, you know, if you remember the Sydney Olympics, Australia would have put on a magnificent World Cup. Um, and there was something clearly wrong about that. Um, and we very quickly after that, after that, we, the whistleblower came forward to us and made all sorts of allegations, which we then uh, published under... Um, in Parliament, actually, because um, because we were under great threat from Qatar legally, who was saying that they would sue us if we published these these, these allegations. So initially, uh, we sent them to a committee of uh, of, our, of the UK Parliament, who was looking at the whole issue of the bidding process. Um, 
and within that, the, the allegation, there were allegations of vote buying which went around the world. And that's sort of where it stopped the first time, um, back in 2011. And we came back to it uh, when Heidi had joined me um, on the Sunday Times Insight team, and we were sort of two-man, one-man, one-woman team. Um, And uh, when we got contacted by a very, very senior figure in uh, in world football um, who had some very interesting information for us, and it was about how... um, Qatar had offered a million dollars to the son of one of the voters um, to host a dinner just ahead of the South African World Cup, which was which was um, in 2010, just ahead of the ahead of the vote, about six months before the vote. Um, and basically, what was significant about this was that was that the son of the son of this voter um, was being given a million dollars, and yet the, the the actual dinner itself only cost about two hundred thousand. So he's been given a huge benefit, I mean, an enormous amount of money, eight hundred thousand. Um, and at the last moment, Qatar said that they pulled out and they they decided not to not not to go ahead with it. But we saw the contract, and the dinner did go ahead. And when we when we when we ran this piece. Um, at the back end of 2012, I think it was November 2012, this started a major investigation by FIFA. Um, they'd recently hired uh, the um, the U.S. attorney, uh, Michael Garcia, as their new investigator for their ethics uh, um, body. And uh, Michael Garcia started to look at these allegations of regarding Qatar and this payment for the dinner and decided to widen out the whole investigation into into all the bids for, for not only the 2022 World Cup but the 2018 World Cup. And he was, it was to take two years. He would go around the world spending about $6 million trying to get to the bottom of whether there was any corruption in any of the bids. Um, and at the back end, at the beginning of last year, um, the same source from World Football came to us, and he had he pointed us to a place where there, there was there were there was an absolute treasure trove of documents um, regarding um, the activities of a man called Mohammed bin Hammam, who is the who is Qatar's top football official, and, and Mohammed bin Hammam. Um, uh, uh, has always been said by the Qataris that um, he was not involved in the bid, but he was actually he's, he's, he was actually pivotal in FIFA. He was sort of he was very much the right hand man of the FIFA president Sepp Blatter. He he had been on the set, the FIFA executive committee, the the body that votes for the World Cups um, for at that, since 1998, no 1996, and so he was so he was an incredibly important figure. Um, and what we were shown were, were all these documents which showed his role in preparing uh, a groundswell of support um, for the uh, for Qatar's World Cup bid. And the way he did it was he went around basically spreading his money. I mean, we could see all these slush funds that he was using. He used his, his chemical company, Chemco, and would, would just pay football officials all over the world. So we we did this story uh, in the summer of 2014, just ahead of the Brazil World Cup um, of last year. And when we broke the story, um, 
we expected Michael Garcia, who the U.S. attorney who had been going around um, investigating this, we expected him to think, oh, yes, great, uh, let's, let's see the evidence, and, and you know, this this is going to be really useful for my inquiry. Um, but what happened was the day after we published it, we always publish it on Sunday because it was a Sunday newspaper. Um, the day after we did that, he, he got up and told the world that actually he'd finished the evidence-taking um, aspect of his inquiry. So he wasn't going to take our evidence. It was just bizarre. We, we never really understood that. Um, and indeed, he's, he's, he, he published his report um, he then then went to a, the ethics judge. The ethics judge said it would never. Would, would, he, sorry, when I say he published it, he didn't actually publish it. He gave it to the ethics judge, and it was never. Nobody has ever seen it publicly. And then the judge wrote a summary of it, which was published. And then Michael Garcia re- resigned. And that was the sort of that was that that was the sort of the beginning of the whole crisis. This whole crisis that is now completely overtaken um, FIFA was all all stems back to to all of that the sort of the, the investigation into the bids and and how uh, FIFA kept it all under wraps and then Michael Garcia fell out with them um, and against this background we were we were writing these series of articles during the summer of um, 2014 which based on our Real, just millions of documents um, that that we that had, we were allowed to see, um, which were just pointing out all the things that you know, that Qatar had done variously um, to, in effect, um, buy the World Cup. Um, jo- go on. Jonathan Calvert uh, with us here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Sorry, that was a long answer. Oh, no, absolutely. It, it, is, a, it is a glorious answer and uh, definitely uh, paints the picture quite, quite brightly uh, or in an in a ugly bright shade, depending on how you're looking at it. And I can't wait to continue this conversation on the other side of the break and talk about how much confidential, quote-unquote confidential information was leaked to you during your, your time investigating the stuff. And again, going back to something that you touched on at the beginning there of how how casual and open a lot of people were about sharing this stuff as if it was just the norm, as if it was just the way it was always done. And, yeah, you, you mean you don't know about the bribes? We'll talk a little bit more about that attitude, and we'll get in to World Cup 2022 on the other side of this break right here on World Soccer Talk Radio. Can a tournament like the Qatar World Cup still actually happen? We'll pose that question when we get back right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Jonathan Calvert with yours truly, Nate Abarea. Stay tuned. See the world's best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app the games and get your fix live soccer and more anytime anywhere sign up to watch the bundesliga and champions league at soccerondish.com musicians it's back guitar center's massive price slashing once a year blowout event rocktober don't miss the monstrous savings on guitars drums keys dj pro audio and more get a mitchell acoustic guitar for just 99 bucks or 200 off a simmons electronic drum set now just 4.99 skip the party store and get everything you need to amp up your halloween at guitar center with dj quality black lights and laser effects or a 400 watt fog machine just 29 bucks each thursday through sunday only at guitar center boo 
If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. The following was recorded at a Burger King drive-thru at breakfast. Morning, welcome to Burger King. Can I get a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant sandwich? Yeah, me too. I'll have a croissant sandwich. So one says croissant sandwich and one says croissant sandwich? Yeah. yeah. Don't you guys know it's croissant sandwich? And they're just two for four dollars. Okay, weirdo. Can we drive up now? Piled high with thick cut bacon or savory sausage, fluffy eggs, and melted cheese. Get two Chris Sandwich breakfast sandwiches for just $4. Only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price and participation vary. Right now, the Home Depot has Pergo XP Haley Oak laminate flooring for just $2.29 a square foot. Basic installation is just $0.89 cents a square foot. So let's lay down a floor that stands up to our lives with double the durability of regular laminate and just as beautiful as real wood. Let's do this with Pergo XP Haley Oak Laminate for $2.29. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only installation offer valid on laminates over 150 square foot with minimum purchase of 250 square feet. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back into World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abarea. Get at me on Twitter at NateWST and get a hold of all of us at World Soccer Talk. We're joined in this edition of the show by Jonathan Calvert, investigative reporter for the Sunday Times newspaper and the co-author of the book The Ugly Game, The Corruption of FIFA and the Qatari Plot to buy the World Cup. Jonathan, let's pick up right where we left off. What is your prediction regarding World Cup 2022 in Qatar? Can you still actually see this tournament being played in Qatar with with all the, the revelations in your book and everything that you've learned and everything that the world is learning slowly but surely about this country and about this tournament? Can it actually still happen? You know, as, 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 as the days and weeks go by, I, I think it's less and less likely that Qatar will host the World Cup in 2022. You've got to remember that they, they say that, you know, they never did anything wrong and they, they, they absolutely protest um, if, there, if it's ever suggested that they broke the rules in, in, in bidding for the World Cup. And, and as far as Mohammed bin Imam, who we were talking about earlier, is concerned, he... Um, he was their top football official. They say that he was acting on his own and anything he did, anything he did that was nefarious in trying to win votes on behalf of them was not sanctioned by them. And that's where they, they cut off. But on the other hand, um, I, you know, one of, the, one, of the, one of the revelations of our book is that, that um, Sepp Blatter did promise Qatar that he, he would protect their bid. And it was part of a deal he did in order to uh, retain his presidency back in 2011. Um, 
and now Sepp Blatter is going. In fact, the whole of the FIFA um, hierarchy seems to be going one by one. It's just quite, it's just crumbling before our eyes at the moment. And in which case, I'm not sure that that um, uh, Qatar will have as many supporters any longer. Um, and you know, the, the, there are there's a police investigation currently in um, in Switzerland into uh, the bidding for the 2018 and 2022 World Cup, which is concentrating very much on the 2022 World Cup, not not the one run by Russia in, in 2018. There is the uh, we understand um, that the uh, the FBI, which has been taking a very close interest in all things FIFA um, since the arrests in uh, in May. Is also taking a look at look at this, and so there's an awful lot more to come out yet about um, the possible corruption in the bidding process for that competition. So, I, if I, I I wouldn't if if I were a betting man, and I'm not, but um, <laughs> I wouldn't bet on uh, the World Cup being in Qatar in 2022. Jonathan, I want to ask you about Sepp Blatter now. He's, he's a man who is, is profiled often as, as a, a blubbering idiot, and, and he, brings, he brings it upon himself with, with so many famous quotes over the years, way long before the, the, the recent stuff with, with everything going on with the, the discoveries and revelations of FIFA corruption. But even going back to, to stuff decades ago, he, he brings on this, this profile of being an absolute blubbering idiot, yet... I think there's something that, that's missed by a lot of people that how can this blubbering idiot be so powerful and have so much clout in, in the world's game for so long? How calculated is Set Bladder for you with all the research that you've done, with all the investigation? What have you discovered in terms of that, of, of this quote-unquote blubbering idiot being also this calculated evil genius? Where, where does he lie for you? <laughs> Well, I think I think I think there is a there's a sort of calculating evil evil genius to him, and I think that that what you've got to understand his genius is is that he what's important to him is keeping power in FIFA. It always has been. That's 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 his life. You know, sort of his life is paid for by FIFA. It's all he's you know he's he does not want for anything, and he loves the adoration of being able to sort of go around the world and. Talking at top level to prime ministers and royals, etc., because they they're the people of equal status to him. I mean, he he regards FIFA as almost being like a state or a country in itself, and that he's he's the head of it. And I think I think the the way he's the way he's done that is he's 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 quite cleverly seen that what you do is use the huge amounts of money that come in. To FIFA from the World Cup competition, it's billions. I mean, it's really—I mean, it's, it's an incredible money spinner. And what you do is you you spread that money to countries to make sure that um, they will vote for you, and you keep people like, for example, um, there's a, there's a man in the, there was a man in the Caribbean called Jack Warner who's on the FIFA executive committee. Now, Jack, in effect. Ruled all the all the votes in the Caribbean, which was something like I think it's 34 votes. And if you and if you imagine to become FIFA president, you you needed only half of 209. So you needed probably around around about I, I don't know you needed about 105 votes. And Jack controlled 34 of them. So Jack would get up to all sorts of things, and Seth would turn a blind eye. Um, and Jack Jack could never never do any any wrong. Um, and it's all about playing those pol- political games with those people and, and making sure that the money went to the, the areas which, which, needed, uh, which he needed to vote. 
Um, and so I think, I, I, and I think the bumbling aspect of, of Sir Blatter um, is because he doesn't care because he because he's 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 un, unassailable. So he is a bit of a bumbling old man who says ridiculous things. I mean, if you ever go to one of his press conferences, you you just cannot believe how his how inarticulate his sentences are. I mean, I, okay, so English is not his first language, and and that that shouldn't be held against him, obviously. But he he just. When, whenever he's talking, he sort of he ends up making sort of banal comments about um, how football is a game of ninety minutes, and at the end of the ninety minutes, one team wins. Or I mean, he just it goes all over the place, and then he'll say completely ridiculous things. He'll like he'll uh, he'll make remarks about how women's football ought to be played by women in tight shorts and things like that, which are just so otherworld and and ridiculously sexist. Um, because he actually just doesn't care because his position is, is unassailable. Um, nobody can do anything because he knows that there are a lot of countries around the world who will keep voting him back in because he uh, is going to keep giving, spreading FIFA's money to them. Now, Jonathan, when, when we talk about bumbling, stumbling, moronic statements from high-ranking figures, I have to go back to the man that you just brought up named Jack Warner. I mean, we're talking about a guy who, who used a story from The Onion uh, to, try, to try to prove a point and, and seems to lack some, some common sense and, and certain areas of intelligence, and yet he was one of the most powerful men in world football. And in the two, under two minutes that we got here before we got to head to another break, can you just touch a little bit more on that of how these people that seem so moronic were, were so utterly powerful? It's incredible. I know, and I don't. But actually, I was surprised with Jack about that because actually, Jack is a, Jack is actually a great manipulator manipulator of people. He knows what buttons to press, and he knows how he knows how to use people, and he knows how to sort of make fr- fake protests about things, etc. And he and um, the American. Um, uh, FIFA Executive Committee member uh, Chuck Blazer, in effect, controlled the whole of, of, of American football and, and was siphoning off huge amounts of money, as we found out. Um, and so, therefore, um, they built this absolute empire in, in the Caribbean and North America, which, um, which, and, and, and actually, to be fair, Chuck Blazer is an enormously intelligent man, um, and between but between the two of them, it was um, I suppose you'd say it was almost like a criminal enterprise, really. <laughs> Well, absolutely. And again, that, that goes back to, to the set bladder question that we posed uh, of this person who is looked at by, by millions of people simply as, as a blubbering idiot, a, a sexist, a moron, all these, all these different things that he's labeled as. And yet, how can someone who's that stupid have this much power in the world? And there has to be a level of, of calculated genius behind all of these men, whether it's Sepp Blatter, whether it's Jack Warner, whether it's Chuck Blazer, whether it's Mohammed bin Haman, whether it's uh, I mean a number of other people under the FIFA umbrella. And on the other side of this break, I want to talk with you, Jonathan, about some other figures beneath that FIFA umbrella that we speak of. And you talked about a little bit earlier FIFA having to clean house and that not only will it be set bladder leaving FIFA, but perhaps the entire regime could be on their way out and it could be a massive change, a massive time of change for the world governing body of the game that we love so much. Jonathan Calvert with us here on World Soccer Talk Radio. We'll continue this conversation on the other side of this break. Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned. 
The following was recorded at a Burger King drive-thru at breakfast. Morning, welcome to Burger King. Can I get a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant sandwich? Yeah, me too. I'll have a croissant sandwich. So one says croissant sandwich and one says croissant sandwich? Yeah. yeah. Don't you guys know it's croissant sandwich? And they're just two for four dollars. Okay, weirdo. Can we drive up now? Piled high with thick-cut bacon or savory sausage, fluffy eggs, and melted cheese. Get two Chris Sandwich breakfast sandwiches for just $4, only at Burger King. Limited time only. Price and participation vary. Two days ago, Jeff McDonald posted the following. Just watch the sunrise from above the clouds. So stoked. Jeff got 19 likes and 7 comments. Not bad, Jeff. Geico has a comment to add that may make you even more stoked. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance by switching to Geico. And if that doesn't put your head above the clouds, you'll have the extra money to scale a peak that will. Hashtag on cloud nine. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Hey, sports fans, it's time to take football to a whole new level. Put the excitement back in the game and put your money where your mouth is. Real Vegas odds and incredible player props make MyBookie your best bet this season. Did the game already go off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie offers in-game live betting on all your favorite sporting events. Create your account today. Right now, the baseball playoffs are in full swing. Don't just watch the game. Be a part of it. It's time to get off the sidelines and start winning today. We guarantee fast Convenient payouts over the phone or online. You can even get your payout right back to your card. MyBookie is the best website for all your wagering needs. Call now at 844-900-BETS. Enter promo code USA and receive a 100% bonus. That's 844-900-2387. Or go online to MyBookie.lv to open an account and start winning today. Only the biggest, only the best, only at MyBookie. Sign up today. Pedro Fernandez here. You might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that four-letter word everybody dreads, pain. If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, and guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain, hey, makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what? Give the Health Alert Hotline a call toll-free, 1-800-428-1570, 1-800-428-1570. You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. 1-800-428-1570, the Health Alert Hotline, 1-800-428-1570. You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nate Abarea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back into World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Nate Abarea, joined by Jonathan Calvert. Jonathan, an investigative reporter for the Sunday Times newspaper and co-author of the book The Ugly Game, The Corruption of FIFA and the Qatari Plot to Buy the World Cup. Jonathan, with everything that we've talked about in the show so far and, and everything that, that your work has produced, we talk all about the, the revelations and, and the, the, ugly, the discoveries of, of just pure ugliness. 
are you able to enjoy the game of soccer the way you maybe once did? Are you able to watch, a, a, say, a, a World Cup game or a, a game in, in the European Championships and, and simply enjoy it as a, a beautiful game of soccer? Or is, is soccer almost forever tarnished for you based on all of the stuff with FIFA that, that you've discovered through your work? I, no, I obviously can still enjoy football, and and, and you, you do get some great joyous moments from football, which is a f- completely fabulous game. Um, on the other hand, I do actually think that people who run for f- football and have made so much out out of it do need to be held to account, and I, and I do think that um, that uh, the fans suffer as a result in the end from these people who um, who are all about just taking out. What they can get from it from for themselves rather rather than um, you know sort of investing back in players in equipment and all of those things and helping the lower leagues and all, all instead they're sort of creaming off millions of pounds for themselves now Jonathan does the the corruption in soccer on on a broad level on a worldwide level for you, and this is something that ties back to the United States, I feel, quite a bit, and especially when you look at the Department of Justice and the FBI's involvement uh, in, in these cases now. Do, does all this corruption in soccer that we speak of relating to FIFA, does it threaten to, to undermine the growth of the game worldwide or, or just here in the United States or even, even on a worldwide level with a lot of other nations that, that still focus on growing the game? Does, does all this corruption threaten to, to undermine the growth of the game? When, when people look at, at uh, a tarnished sport and, and the, the negative publicity that has come with it? Well, it's certainly not doing it any good, is it? And I would imagine in many countries people look at it and think, my gosh, you know, I didn't realize that, that, that football was just so dirty. Um, and I do think, do, do, do think there is also a valid point insofar as that what, what, what has happened is that under Seth Blatter, he's allowed this sort of tier of executives around the world to, to cream off money for themselves rather than um, let that money go out to to you know sort of making better football pitches, better facilities for people to play in. You know, certain countries it's down to you know sort of having football boots to wear, etc. And you know, and turning blind eye to schemes where you know FIFA would give a huge amount of money to a developing country and that that money would never actually go to the people it was intended to. Um, all because that wasn't what was essential. What was essential was keeping Blatter in power, and you know, it's the football officials who keep um, Blatter in power, not the ordinary fans and not the ordinary players. Jonathan, I want to go back to something that we touched on in in the last segment. It's the 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 FIFA umbrella and and this this cast of characters that is so much deeper than Set Blatter. And and we're getting to a point now where I personally fear that Set Blatter is going to be ousted and people are going to start celebrating and and not realize that it's a lot deeper than than one man. We've already talked about a, a few other characters here uh, here during this episode, but. I want to talk with you now about former players who have gone on to governing positions with, with FIFA or with, with UEFA or even other, other uh, uh, federations, confederations around the world. And 
just just today, Franz Beckenbauer is a name who is now being dragged into this. We, we've talked so much about Michel Platini on this show and how people looked at him as this this false prophet, I felt. This, so he's this knight in shining armor who's going to change FIFA from within. And I remember kind of laughing at, at these statements back during the summer. And then, lo and behold, look what's gone on here in the recent weeks and months with Michel Platini and his his alleged involvement with, with so much of this bribery and, and corruption. When you see a name like Franz Beckenbauer getting dragged into this and, and potential uh, temporary bans from, from football activity for a guy like Franz Beckenbauer with everything that he's done for the game, are we getting to a point where anybody who had anything to do with any of this is going to have their reputation forever tarnished? I guess it's I mean, it's very, very difficult to see how you could um, you could walk away from having been on the FIFA executive committee as Franz Beckenbauer and um, Michel Platini um, were without without somehow being tarnished. You've got to remember that the, the this is all started by those two that particular vote for the 2022 World Cup. That's where it all begins. That's why the FBI are looking at it, etc. Um, it's and and the committee of 24. Who who actually um, voted um, for Qatar? So many of them. I mean, you wouldn't believe how many of them now are facing criminal uh, offences. You know, like one of them's already been done for crimes. You know, others have been so so many of them been suspended for breaches of rules and ethics rules. It's, it's extraordinary just how widespread it's become. And actually, I always thought it was you know, in it. There were two people on, on, on that committee who were just absolutely fabulous football players in their time. And one was Platini and one, the other was Beckenbauer, who incidentally I think played in America in his later career, didn't he? As Indeed. I seem to remember. Um, and, um, and he always felt that those two, uh, of all of them, would be the ones who say, well, look, hold on a second, we can't have a World Cup in Qatar because I know something about playing football and, you know, you can't play in 50-degree heat and uh, and that's just preposterous. But um, uh, Michel Platini voted for Qatar. Um, I'm pretty sure that Franz Beckenbauer probably did as well um, after he'd voted for Australia. But then Australia only got one vote and got knocked out in the first round against Qatar. Um, And um, and now we, we, we find this extraordinary situation where where um, Platini, 12 years after he, he took a job with Blatter, gets suddenly out of the blue, gets paid for it, even though he hadn't done the job for nine years, um, gets paid £1.3 million, uh, or uh, two million Swiss francs, um, by Blatter. And there's no paperwork. There's, not, there's nothing there. There's, there's, it's just sort of, uh, what's the payment for? Well, Platini and Blatter say the payment is for the work he did did between 12 and 9 years earlier. Um, and why is there no paperwork for that? And so, it, and so it just looks awful, especially as what was happening at the time the payment was made, which was in 2011. It was directly after uh, Platini had voted for Qatar um, to host the 2022 World Cup. Um, at that time, Mohamed Ben Amam, who's Qatar's top football official, wanted um, Platini to, to stand against Sepp Blatter because Sepp Blatter had promised over the years that each time, each, every four years that the new president election would come up, that he would stand aside, but he, he kept breaking his promises. So uh, Ben Amam wanted Platini to stand against um, Blatter. Um, and in the end, 
Platini didn't stand against Blatter um, after um, he'd been given this £1.3 million payment. Now, I don't know whether the two are linked or not, but it's, the, the timing is very suspicious. And then Platini then went on and uh, managed to persuade UEFA, which he's also the president, that's the European football body, which has around about 50 votes um, of the 100 and whatever it was, five that Blatter needed, uh, who managed to persuade all of the UEFA to, to go, get behind Blatter. So it was quite, so it's, I mean, it was very ill-advised of uh, Michel Platini to, uh, at the very least, to have accepted that payment at that time, um, because it looks awful. Um, and especially if there's no accounting for it. Now, Franz Beckenbauer, on the other hand, I think we've known for some time that, that he, ha he is being investigated by the FIFA um, Ethics Committee. Um, they finally publicly admitted it today, um, along with a series of other people who took part in that Qatar vote. There's Ricardo Teixeira from Brazil, who was one of the voters, who's been investigated. Warawai Makudi from Thailand is being investigated. Uh, Amos Adamu um, is being investigated, and um, also Nicholas Leos. So that's that's an, that's of of the people. You know, FIFA itself is is investigating. I think it's seven of the, the, those voters at this very moment, which is quite quite an extraordinary thing. Um, which is why nobody could possibly, I don't think, ever. Um, think that that vote was to vote for Qatar in 2022 was secure. Jonathan, we've got about four and a half minutes left here with you. And one of the things I've really been dying to ask you, when you talk about undercover operations, when you talk about true investigative journalism, I love when you talked about the, the gold mine that you guys received, the treasure chest that you guys received of, of these documents and how valuable they were to, to what you're doing with your work and, and what you're doing for, quite frankly, for, for the world of football and what you're unearthing with all of this investigative journalism and, and undercover operations, whatever we want to label them as, what's that one piece of information that's missing for you that you would love to get your hands on and be able to share with the public masses? Oh, there, there are probably several bits of information because I actually do think that um, – uh, there are there is an awful lot yet to learn um, about um, quite the deals that went on in order to, in order to get that World Cup, and I think I think it, it would be quite interesting to learn an awful lot more about how Russia won the 2018 co competition, um, and we know quite a lot about how, how um, as a result of our our FIFA files, which were. Um, which really are sort of documents um, how Qatar, um, it's called the plot to buy the World Cup, um, and they document exactly how, how Qatar went, went about that because um, we were given this absolute sort of, an, it was an enormous um, trove of documents and it was, uh, we, we had to go away and live away from our homes for, for about three or four months at some place outside London um, where we we could view them in in secret without anyone anyone finding out, um, and what they showed was was not a, were not only the payments that Binaman was making to individuals, they also showed big deals that were going on. So that so that you know there'd be things like big gas deals between countries which were were linked to the football officials who were actually voting in in, in the World Cup. 
Um, and there's, I think there's still a lot more to come out about those things because, it, because I, I think you know on one level you have you have sort of more straightforward corruption where someone is basically paid money to to vote or not vote. Um, you also have these bigger deals where you know sort of where a country would benefit and then then somebody would come under pressure to vote for for a particular country. Um, and I think and I think. Um, the World Cup uh, votes have, have always been a bit like that. It's just that this particular one we've managed to open up, and and once once we opened up, and it, and, and we're helped by the fact that the, the absurdity that um, that Qatar won won the World Cup, so nobody can quite believe it was ever a straight vote, and can't believe that people did it for honest uh, reasons. Um, and so, so that and that has opened the whole thing up, and and what you're seeing now is just just how much. Um, all this information that, that's, that, that, that FIFA has sat upon for, for so many years, and we've seen glimpses of it, is now coming out. So last week, there's, there's talk about how, how the Germans um, paid money to buy the two, 2006 World Cup. And you know, and you know, our book goes into goes into a lot of the the, the, the corruption that has been in FIFA for over 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 many years that that um, Sepp Blatter has just presided over, and a lot of that is now coming out, and it's all sort of washing out now. Um, uh, you know, and this is why we know about things like the sort of the Platini deal with Blatter, etc. Jonathan, Jonathan, before we let you go, can you let uh, listeners know how they can get a hold of the book, The Ugly Game, The Corruption of FIFA, and the Qatari Plot to Buy the World Cup? Well, I'm I'm assuming it's certainly available on Amazon, and I would imagine it's available in many uh, good bookshops. you can certainly buy it online. Um, it's my, my, it's, the authors are Heidi Blake, my dear colleague, or former dear colleague, and, uh, and myself, Jonathan Calvert. Um, and uh, I'm pretty sure you can you, you could get a delivery of it by going online at this very moment. Jonathan, it has been an immense pleasure and privilege having you on the show, and uh, hopefully we can do it again sometime. Thank you so much uh, for for the time that you've given us, and uh, best of luck uh, continuing this investigation and and continuing all of your work uh, around the uh, the FIFA corruption scandal. I really appreciate your time, sir. Well, thank you for talking to me. It's kind of you. Again, that was Jonathan Calvert, investigative reporter for the Sunday Times newspaper and the book that you've heard quite a bit about. Get your hands on it as soon as possible. It's a good one. The Ugly Game, the corruption of FIFA and the Qatari plot to buy the World Cup. We're back after this right here on World Soccer Talk Radio, the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds, it's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229. 800-631-9229. 
800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone at just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. Welcome back in to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Another tip of my cap to Jonathan Calvert. You can check out his work with the Sunday Times newspaper. And again, be sure to pick up the book. You will not regret it. The Ugly Game, The Corruption of FIFA and the Qatari Plot to Buy the World Cup. You can also check Jonathan out on Twitter at JCalvertST. That is at J-C-A-L-V-E-R-T, capital S, capital T. Could you imagine a movie being made on the ugly game, the corruption of FIFA and the Qatari plot to buy the World Cup. Who would play Sepp Blatter in that movie? Who would play Michel Platini? Who would play Franz Beckenbauer? Think about the potential, the creative potential, and how brilliant and how compelling a film could be on the ugly game and all of this FIFA corruption. Just think about that. As I let you go, here on World Soccer Talk Radio, signing off for the gaffer and the producers back in San Francisco. My name is Nate Abarea. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of your footballing day. Bye for now. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. 
Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.